What's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon here, back again on the Run Podcast, episode number seven. I'm here with my co-host, Gennaro. It's great to be back, Brandon. It's been a while. It's been a it's been a good little while. Uh, we took a little bit of a delay due some due to some unforeseen circumstances, but can we talk it, about it? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it's good to be back in the studio. It's good to be back recording. Absolutely. I think we got a good conversation planned today, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Absolutely. Spring break is on the rise. Hour ahead today. Adjusting to normal schedule. Yeah, we did have to change uh, the time today. I was, it was weird. I just woke up naturally. I was like, wow, I woke up early. I woke up at 7 still. So Bro, I, I woke, woke up, up at, at 4. Like, I, I remember I was I was in my bed, right? It's like 7, 8 p.m. I forgot what time. I was updating my phone because that shit was being weird all day. And then yeah. I just knocked the fuck out and woke up and it was like 4 a.m. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck you happened, woke up bro? At three, I woke up with the fucking pillow marks on my face, a little bit the of drool, a little, a little bit of drool inside of my face. You know? uh, I was confused as fuck. I was like, what's going on? Oh, my God. That's crazy. All right. So let's kind of like start off on some current events that have been occurring. Sure. Um, and then we can hit on some, uh, some of the different topics. Sure, sure. But last week, we had um, one of your, your childhood friends. Come right. talk to the podcast. If you guys haven't seen that episode, I recommend it. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that episode, uh, we had Mata Cuts here in the studio with us recording. That's been my boy since before I was in school, bro. Like, fucking same neighborhood. Been knowing him all my life. Uh, now he's an entrepreneur, self, self-made barber, small business owner. So definitely there was a lot of good content there. I think he told his story. It's a story that, you know, a lot of people know him, right? He's getting kind of popping in, in the barber scene, especially here in Vegas. Like, one of the best barbers for sure. Definitely the best for me. But uh, I think a lot of people don't really know his story, you know? Like, a lot of people, they know about him, but they don't know how he got started. So, it it doesn't have to be that you want to be a barber. But if you want to start your own business, if you want to take an unconventional route in terms of life or, you know, starting your own business, definitely check out that conversation. I think it's it's worth the listen. Absolutely. Um, I definitely, after talking to Mata and uh, hearing his story, I kind of felt a little bit inspired too that just because some things don't work out uh, and just because maybe you don't comply to the social norms of what everyone expects for you to doing, it doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing and that you're on the wrong path. It's whatever makes you feel right and whatever fulfills your um, your goals and desires and i think he showed that he took initiative to pursue that career yeah and look how how far he's gone exactly so, exactly um okay so some current some some hot topics uh hot topics. regarding yeah. uh u.s and mexico relations i thought that was interesting it kind of came up because uh, if you guys don't recall but i don't watch the news so I, I get a lot of my news from Bro. like people from like being a don't watch the news. I'm just saying <laughs> the news is different. I feel you. Uh, I feel not, you. No, but it, it it gives me anxiety like to think about like yeah. what's something that doesn't really affect me. I feel like I watch it too much. I just I don't care anymore. You know, oh, like you, I'm past yeah, the anxiety. Yeah. I've like over like desensitized myself. Nah, which is I'm crazy. Some, uh, yeah, just crazy. Some. I don't know. But uh, so I think what kind of and I'm summarizing here, sure. there was like four American citizens that got kidnapped or something. And then two of them came out to have been killed by the cartel. Yep. And then after that, I think it was Lindsey Graham that was like really pissed off and, and a bunch of other Republicans that were like, you know, we got to take action on this. Like we can't like like we got to like declare war. <laughs> Funny quoted. Uh, we got to like designate like um the cartel as terrorists terrorists i mean and i was like okay okay all right cool like cool that's like i i'm against the cartel too and then uh the president of mexico said something funny right he said it's not like it's not just the war on drugs it's america's social decay and i read upon that like i read it on yahoo news like what did he mean by that he was saying like america's the fact that there's broken families in america where like the children don't have the parenting that they need. Um, there's no gra- like American city- Americans tend to like just send their grandparents retirement to homes retirement homes. So like the family unit is dying. There's less um, morality in a way. There's there's no de- structure anymore. There's no like structure the- anymore, and you can see that. And, and I'm I mean I was kind of brought up into that lifestyle, but at the same time, my family's still together. Like mm. we still, you know, we still live. Um, uh, we still talk to each other. I know, like, it's very common to see divorced parents here. Like, when I first came to... I was telling this a lot uh, at my job. I was telling a lot of my coworkers, hey, you know, it's interesting. Like, when I first came here, it was so weird hearing about divorces. Because back home, 
it was just not a common thing. But um, there was an extension to that. Like Yahoo News was like, well, actually, it's been proven that a lot of consumers of fentanyl, which is the main drug that's been exported, uh, has been used by a lot of Mexican citizens. So, you know, there's a lot of like, I, I don't even know what to believe anymore, to be honest. I mean, um, it, I don't fentanyl, know what's your take on that. Fentanyl is just like, it's crazy because it's super potent. And it's a super cheap alternative to it's a super cheap opioid. opioid. Yeah, yeah. So it's a super cheap alternative to heroin. It's easy to produce. It's yeah. easy to smuggle in. Uh, people cut it up into cocaine. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like they cut it up into a bunch of different drugs. Uh, sometimes like you think you're buying something, and you're actually buying fentanyl, and that shit just fucks you up, bro. Like there's videos of police when they arrest people, even just having like contact of it on your skin you'll like literally go into shock like you'll literally no overdose way. bro yeah like you like absorb it you absorb it, it and you go into overdose yeah. and like there's cops like seizing out bro and they have to give them like the the narcan like the spray or like uh, to wake him up to, to yeah to get to like get them out of shock because no they're literally overdosing bro like it's crazy and it's so dangerous because it's like how do you even how like you know you can't have a dog sniffing for it because the dog will get fucked up if it if it's if it inhales what it you know the heck? um so then it's actually very so, yeah addictive i mean it's super dangerous. it's super potent like the smallest amount can kill you it'll yeah. overdose you and then, like a lot of people that die, that die on overdoses like people say it's cocaine or it's this pill that pill usually it's actually just fentanyl and because they mix it into that drug you'll overdose super easily if, if the person mixing it doesn't know what they're doing, you know? So, I mean, I think my take on that is just like, there's, there's no reason. Well, I don't know. Like it's super, well, it's a super complex thing. Well, like, there, the actually, yes, there's three ways you can approach it. The what the one I kind of wanted to talk about sure. is related to, um, should America intervene? Sure. Because, uh, I, and I was talking to this with my mom. I was sure. like, uh, the I arm trip. I think the, no. I think no. I, I think, think if they do, it's not gonna make any no, difference. No, it's I just think it might. Create. I think no. I think Why you not? fix you fix the problems at home, uh -huh. and then you go fix something. But else. that's the problem. No, a home, a no, Mexican government. It is. It's the Mexican government is all corrupt as hell. That's fine. So but you, you can fix, never fix the problem. You fix if America the, first. Fix your problems at home, and then go worry about other people's problems. That's the same yeah. problem we had in the Middle East. That's the same problems we have in any country we invade. Correct. It's we say, oh, there's people here. They're doing bad things. It's like you're doing bad shit at home too. So why not let the people? Well, that's why. Why not let the people okay. who live where they live fight for their freedom, right? Because the thing is, it's gonna never end. The cycle is never gonna end. You go there and you provide weapons to people, and then yeah, they might topple the the old government. You put whoever you want there, but then the people are like, what the fuck? Why should we let America make the rules? And then they it goes back into that cycle where the people are like no fuck that we're gonna make our own rules and then america's gonna be like oh actually like these guys are terrorists now we gotta send in new people okay and then take these terrorists that, out and it just okay, cycles so. and cycles and cycles and people just die bro like at the end of the day people die and they never get their own wishes for their own country like if you ask me it's like i'm i'll happily die for what i believe in i'll happily die for my country for my people but at least let it be for me. Don't let it be for a different country that's going to come in here and tell me what I should die for. Like, let well, me choose. The thing is, um, I, I kind of have those same sentiments. I was telling my mom, like, well, if you look at, like, the wars that America has been involved, there's yeah. always, like, a person who really benefits from it. And that is, like, the industrial, military industrial complex. Oh, yeah, I mean. And the weapons, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, America provides the weapons. And when they may, when they sell those weapons. To both like, sides. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. both sides. Yeah, bro. It's, like, it's go just blow crazy. Up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay. When I say America, I don't mean, like, every American is involved. Because sometimes, like, as Americans, we, we don't even have control yeah, of that. Like, if you're like, what yeah, the fuck? exactly. If you're listening to this, you're not yeah. from America. Like, don't think. It's like all of us just running around being like, fuck yeah, let's go take over the world. Like, fuck these countries. Like, the nah, majority of us, if like, you, honestly, if you ask that. the majority of people, like nine people out of 10 will tell you like, no, why the fuck are we doing it? <laughs> yeah, you know? what are like, we doing? Like, there? Nobody knows, but the yeah, government like, somehow send invents, Lindsay Graham, bro. The government send, somehow invents people <laughs> and they're like, oh, everybody wants to. No, the fuck? We nah, don't want to go there. Nobody no, wants to hey, go there, Hey, send the politicians. Let yeah, them fight, bro. Send your kids. If you're a politician, send your kids. Send your kids, exactly. Come on now. Well, look, what I was gonna say to break it down to like really clarify is number one i care about mexico and i hope that things do change like that you know the cart the re the cartel is a result of the economic decay that mexico has had for generations sure. right like people choose that side because they don't have other options sure yeah. but of course that's, that's no excuse though like at the end of the day like people can better their own lives and what if they want to change them, mm, they really can. Yes and no. Yes and no. I, I mean, mean, I did. I grew up in a rough neighborhood, but I never let those uh, things. Here or there? Here. 
I mean, it depends. Like, because, like, yeah, I grew up in a rough neighborhood too, but it's like I had the bare necessities. But God knows if I was in that situation, there's no doubt in my mind I would have done that too. And like the but thing that, that means you're weak minded. No, I don't think it means you're weak minded. Yeah, it does. I think it just means you'll do whatever it takes to survive. Any human put in any situation is going to do what it takes to survive. It you're going to always go the least. No, you're going to always go the path of least resistance. But whenever natural you say that you're excusing, but you're, you're excusing no, 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 I'm not excusing it. No, I'm not excusing it. I'm giving a reason for it. Right. And that's okay. the difference. Like, I, I'll yeah, never say it, I'll never say it's OK. I'll never say like you're doing a good thing. Sure. But there's reasons why. Right. Like if, if I go outside and I, I got like, I don't know, my phone in my hand. Right. And, s- and some asshole wants to come and like point a gun at me and be like, give me your fucking phone. Right. You have that's no one thing. I, that's one thing. <laughs> right. He's going to take it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can sell this shit for whatever money. If I see a kid who's starving, bro, like skinny as fuck, he's got his parents at home, his, his brother and sister at home. And he comes and I drop a dollar and he picks it up. He doesn't tell me it's still stealing. But I can never look at that kid the same as the, the robber who's going to come point a gun at me and take something because he wants to have more value or more money. Right. It, it, like you've got to categorize things into two different things. And I always said the same thing. It's like I think it's more complicated and just two things so no no it, it is more complex and I, I am oversimplifying but it, it at the end of the day it goes back to that simple form of like you don't know everybody's situation and while there's no excuse like if you're a dad and your kids are starving and you don't know how to feed them i'm gonna go steal i don't know about you like there's no other way like yeah i'm gonna try to get a job tomorrow but i have to eat today so i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to steal like i'm sorry it is what it is so, like i have to feed my kids <laughs> that's why even it's if, hard even, to get out of that cycle exactly of that it, exactly poverty, yeah. it'll cycle and then not only yeah. that but it's become its own community where like the cartels will literally go into communities and pave the roads they'll build schools they'll pay for your education they'll build hospitals like they'll provide so much for the community and, and a lot of them do have that morality where like they don't fuck with innocent people and they'll actually yeah. fuck people up. They'll actually fuck people up who are, who are kidnapping people, who are extorting people. Like a lot of the smaller gangs that do that, if the cartel sees them doing that, they're, they're dead. Because why? Because those people are fucking up business. They're making noise and then the military is coming in, the U.S. is coming in and it's like, bro, we're just trying to move drugs. We're not trying to harm innocent people here. Like it <laughs> is what it is. That's and ironic it be- you say it because they are harming innocent people in a way. I don't think so. Yes, they are indirectly. How? Because what innocent th- people? Uh, the people that are consuming drugs. Are they innocent? In a way, they are. How are they innocent? They're consuming because drugs willingly. So Not everyone is uh, doing that for... Because who why is there, the drug But why is there... The pharmaceutical companies... No, no, no but that pharmaceuticals is different from street drugs, right? Pharmaceuticals correct, is different from street correct. drugs. So why is there an excuse for someone to take drugs, but there's no excuse for someone to sell drugs to feed their family? That's my Both question. Both are not excusable, I think. So then they're not innocent. And then what, what makes a person innocent? If they're not doing anything wrong, no, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it whether they have Ill, natural ill intention no, or not? No, yeah, no, it is it's because not it's innocence. then it's based on perception. Because I just told you, if I'm stealing to feed my kids, it, does that mean I'm innocent? And there's an excuse. You said there's why no excuse for that. No, no. And why are you? Why are you? Why are you looking for street drugs? You literally do not need it for anything. There's no reason to need it. Uh, I have kids because like I wanted to have kids. People. And what if I lost my job? And what if I yeah, got yeah, sick? Yeah. What if I have? I'm debt? playing devil's advocate. No, no. I understand, but I'm like, th- there's no like, I, there's no leeway for someone to take street drugs. For me, like you made that choice on your own. Unless someone comes and injects you with drugs, and then you get hooked, and then you're in a and cycle where like you sell our shit. Maybe, that but that or, is such a yeah. slight, slight, slight minority. Most people go out there and look for it. They want to look cool with their friends. They want to try it. They want to experiment. That's so fine. I, Do you? I, 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 I think I have an argument there because. Sure. You know, I, I have friends that take drugs, and sure. I always question, like, like when sure. you meet them, they're normal people. Yeah, that's fine. And and then I ask them, like, or I try to try to see what made them sure. go that route, and it's because they didn't have a family member. Their parents died early in their life. Sure. They're going through depression. Sure. And these things are things that I didn't understand because I was raised in a household where if you're crying for something – that's materialistic or that's stupid you are seen as a wimp right yeah you soft you're soft yeah but i had people telling me that now what if you're born or or you're adopted or you're a foster kid you're more likely to fall into those things sure and if you don't even like for example i didn't grow up with my dad and i was more prone to those ideas or the depression Yeah, yeah, yeah now let's say American kids who don't even have a mom or a dad sure. or a family member sure. to that tells them like what's right from wrong, they fall into those ideas. Not because it's easy to say, yeah, because they want to look cool amongst their friends, but that's those are the only people they have, and those people that 
want to they want to impress are doing drugs it's like who do you blame you know what i'm saying i i, I do i do understand that, that's that why i'm saying and, like and the brush the- your painting is is logical and it makes sense and i 100 percent used to believe that sure but now that i'm living life through throughout sure. the day sure. in my life in vegas for sure. example i see like you're a little hey, bit more empathetic and you see the other side i am and I, I but i'm not excusing them no no i feel I, the same way i'm I, not excusing no no, no, no. i know i think you're making the same argument for that side that i made for this side and i under, completely understand yeah. i completely understand like you can't fall into a moment of weakness and you get hooked and it's hard as fuck to get out. A lot of people lose it all because you can't get out. Like some drugs really fuck your life up and you get hooked and you just keep taking, taking, selling all your shit. You give up all your responsibilities. You Like your family doesn't know what to do with you if you even had a family in the Whoa. first place. And I understand that, right? No, no. There and is both let's sides. Look at, let's look but at that, it from But a, that's why yeah. I said, that's why I said, yeah, fix yeah. the problem at home first. Yes establish things that are going to encourage people to have families again, people to stay in families, people to stay married. Like the problem is like everybody hates on religion, but religion gives us that structure. Religion teaches us like there's something holy between a man and a woman where they want to get married and start a family. There's rules that you follow as a father. There's rules that you follow as a mother. There's rules that societies follow to keep like, you know, good behaviors in and bad behaviors out. Like if we stop encouraging that, and everything goes to shit. Well, we have kind of stopped we, encouraging Yeah, no, no, no. Not only have we stopped encouraging it, a We've lot of people go against it. Yeah, a We've lot of people will say like, oh, you're this religion? Why are you allowed to... Like, bro, like, what do you mean? Like, just how you have your beliefs, I have my beliefs. Like, why do I have, suddenly have to, like, keep quiet or not practice how I want to or not speak about the things I believe just because, like, it's my religion? Like, yeah, speak your side too, but don't come and ostracize me and tell me that what I'm doing is wrong and that I hate this group and this group and this group. I'm like, bro... I don't see anything bad about my religion. Like, if you really ask me about my religion, I'm like, it literally teaches nothing but good. It makes me a better person. It makes people better people. Yes, some people do take things and misinterpret them to harm other people. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But look at the message and don't look at the people who practice it, right? The people who practice it, we're always going to be imperfect. But the message is always going to be something well, divine, my, be inspired. Uh, it's always going to be perfect, you know? I, I see what you're saying. My uncle said the same thing. My uncle became Christian uh, like uh, about three years ago. Mm. And, you know, most Hispanics um, are Catholics and he was Catholic and then mm. he became Buddhist and then Christian. But um, yeah, he started practicing the lifestyle, the, like meditation. And he got yeah. fat? No, he didn't. Oh, my fault. Well, do you want me, do you want me to make a, <laughs> no, a joke about Muslims? <laughs> no, man, you can if you want. Like, uh, Go ahead, go ahead. Look at that camera and make the joke. I mean, that's okay. okay. Why are you guys extremists? We're not extremists. A lot of the times, yeah. A lot of the time, name what percentage of Muslims are extremists? I'm not gonna say a number, but a lot. So of then, them how are. can you say a lot of them? Like, there's still a lot of there's problems in your culture. There's extremist group, but Islam is not a culture; it's a religion. So. And it's part of it's a culture. It's mm, a culture too. No, it's not a culture; it's a religion. The, in the Middle East, it's considered like no, a it's not a culture. Middle Easterns have their own culture. North Africans have their own culture. Asians have their own culture. If you're white, if you're sub-Saharan African, you have your own culture. Like every country has their own culture. Like that's, that's the beautiful Allah. thing. Sharia law just means like any law that's according to Islam, like to the Quran, like laws that come directly from God. Because there's laws like there's no law saying like, oh, you can have an iPhone or you can't like because it's not it doesn't really okay, mean that, anything, that makes know? it dumb. But like that's what I mean. Like yeah, that's yeah. not sh- like th- there's laws like there's, like, there's no law that like says a, like there's no law that says like, OK, like, in Islam, like the speed limit is 45. Like that's not Sharia law. It's just a law. Like we need okay, laws right. outside of Islam, right, for like normal everyday things. But there are also like religious, spiritual laws that we should adhere to. Anyways, that was a little uncensored <laughs> about uh, is he fat? And stuff. <laughs> I was, I was like, kidding. That was a joke. Like I'm not. Like, yeah, we don't joke around like that. I mean, I joke around. If, if I think if you don't <laughs> if you don't come from a place of hate and you actually know what you're talking about, like people know it's not coming from ignorance, then like but joke the around for me. People don't know. Like then, I can, then don't I can know. say something. They don't know. Like if you get offended, that's fine. Looking at me right now, you're offended. That's fine. Like be offended, but just know. Like if you come to me, I can answer whatever question you want. I can speak about whatever topic uh-huh, you want. I could tell you about Buddhism. I could tell you about Judaism. Christianity, Islam, whatever. Like, come talk to me. Like, I'm, I'm not speaking from a place of ignorance. Like, I didn't say like, you're kind of oh, these people though. are bad. These people are this. These people. No, like, it was a joke. Like, if you joke about, if you joke about my stuff, like, I'm not gonna get offended. If I know that you're speaking like, in a joking way, and you're like, you know, it's in jest, and you know what you're talking about, I'm not gonna be like, oh, bro, why are you speaking like that? Like, I don't care. Like, think whatever you want. Like, I know what I think. Well, the good thing is, um, he wasn't bad. If that's what you're <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I was, anyways, uh, you know, before he cut me off. I was going to say what you, something like related to what you said is that because um, he was like, hey, you know, you start going to church more. 
He's like, I understand that your perception of people that go to church is that you think that they're ignorant. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Uh, people who are in every religion are mostly ignorant because they practice one thing and they do another thing. And mm. I am someone who still values uh, religious um, like aspects, religious rules, um, fundamentals of them, like how to live my life. Sure. But I don't go to church consistently. I don't, like, I don't pl- pray or sure. I don't show off that I'm certain this. Like I'll carry my rosary and stuff, uh, but I don't show off that I'm religious but you not you don't go around and preach it. You mean like uh, the I don't who, yeah, because yeah. I just try to be a good person, exactly. willingly, exactly. Um, not because I'm just or because I'm scared of God. I'm partly scared of God, but it doesn't. That's not my driving for to be a good person. I want to be a good person. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you walking around. You're like, hey God, look at this. I'm I'm picking up this trash. Like, give me some points. Like you're doing Brownie it because points. you under, you're doing it because you understand like there is something good about and trust me picking and trust me how, you know, many times many times i wish i was bad but i can't help being good um, oh, 100 but what he was saying is that he understands that perspective that i have mm. but he said at least the people who you know who are religious whether they be muslim uh jewish or christian they're at least trying to be good and if you surround yourself with those people trust me the more good you'll have in your life 100%. so it rubs off on in you, that man. message like to point in we just mentioned a lot of the problems both cultural perhaps even economical problems that america and you know mexico where our parents are from have now what solutions can it be solved you mentioned one was religion but like another one like what are some things that like that we can do as individuals to make it better like i mean i think it's just like encouraging but then it like it always goes back to religion because it's like if not religion, where do you get morality from? Where do you get rules from? That's like what right, tells you what tells you what's right or wrong? Like what tells me that me slapping you in the face right now is a wrong act? Like there's no there's nothing fundamental. It's just an action. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong about it. Like without something to give us a foundation of morals, Correct. there's nothing that's gonna guide our behavior. So it always goes back to religion. So personally for me, like I would prefer if we found some kind of foundation in religion because it helps people like everybody's on the same page everybody's like doing the same thing we all know the rules we're all reading the same text like we all get the same information so we should all know more or less like what's right and what's wrong we should all know like what's the punishment for this what happens for this everything you know so i just think it goes back to that it's like encouraging people to you know adhere to some faith and what that does is it gives you structure it gives you communities like in america we don't really have communities like that like we try to we try to build communities but it's all based on like fake shit it's like (laughs) oh what sports team do you support or like what fucking music is your favorite like what's your favorite movie and it's like what are these things value like they they, they hold no value in real life like what is it going to tell you about anything like it doesn't tell you anything so because there's no families there's no guidance there's no rules like that old expression like it takes a village to raise a kid like i really believe that with my whole heart is like if you're gonna raise a kid the whole community has to take part in raising that child because yeah he's gonna live in his home and his mother and father have to give him the first example brother and sisters maybe cousins too uncles and aunts but you're gonna be outside right you're gonna be live in your community you're gonna have friends you're gonna go to school you're gonna be like going to the store like anywhere so like the things you see do influence you and because there's no structure anymore it's like you can go so many different ways especially with the internet like you can get sucked into some fucked up shit as a kid now Andrew growing Tate. up <laughs> no i mean whether you think andrew tate is good or not like things like that like take over you know so like because we don't have those structures like america's just lost like whoever comes in and sells it the best they'll recruit people that's why isis can come in and like sell something and there'll be like white americans who go fight for isis knowing that like, they never knew anything about islam they never know anything about the region they don't know about the problems like they're just like oh this shit is kind of cool i'm gonna go f- give my life that's how people yeah the people yeah or like you know you can suck into people into anything as long as you sell it well you can suck them in because like they don't they don't have and anything don't to hold them down i i personally feel I'm not like one of those people that thinks about like um what are those things that they're called when you believe like a conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah. But it almost seems perfect that people do not have religious values anymore and all of a sudden like capitalism kind of takes over like it's people who sells it people, the best. people profit from selling you drugs, marijuana, one of the biggest things here in, in capitalism in, becomes their religion, bro. Exactly. 
and, and I, I don't know personally I've seen like the bad that it has done to Cause, people's cause that's, lives that's my problem it's like you want to replace religion but something always has to fill that void Correct. like something always has to fill yeah, that yeah, void yeah, yeah. so what do you want it to be capitalism who, who has been proved that yeah it can have good parts like, but of course it's going to be dirty too because there's dirty people in the world so if you base things that are if you base your life on things that are made by people, it's always going to end up dirty because people are dirty. By nature, we sin. By nature, we do wrong. We do. If you place your values in your life based on something that was made from God, yeah, you might fuck up. Yeah, you might slip. Yeah, you might make mistakes. But at the end of the day, you know what to come back to and that holds you down. Like, it gives you some kind of foundation. It gives so, you an earth to stand. Exactly. 100%. Okay, so um, based on that, I think that was that was, that was was really good because it kind of combines two, two things that we talked about. Sure. Um. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you know what time it is, my boy. <laughs> you know what time it is. Shit. If you guys, if you guys are watching this no, right now, no, 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 you don't know no, what time no, it is. No. But me and him, we know what time it is. So <laughs> let's get right. Bro, to this it. is fucking. Let's get right to it. Hey. But I need to talk about it. I need to get it I out. Think, I think. Hold on. I think before we do this, okay, I want to make it clear that I had to push for this a little bit. So if you guys enjoy this content, if you learn anything. I had to push for this. Second, I'm this taking is credit. Second, is no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. Second, this is my brother, okay, and my the reason, on, the reason so. I'm, the reason I'm pushing so hard for this, is first because I think it's gonna be a benefit to you. I don't care about anybody else, but I want it to benefit you. You care about me, Brandon? I care about you. The fucking, I, care I love about you, bro. You You're my brother, bro. So I love you too. I, I want nothing but the best for you. I want, I want you to get better. I want you to heal. I want you to have a better mentality. I want you to have a better mindset. So because of that, I think this is necessary, right? <laughs> So it is what it is. We're gonna get into. Hey, it. hey, fucking it gets watered now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes in like, "Fuck, stop talking about this." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they bring a bucket of water. They're like, "All right, yeah, let's fuck it over. Let's get them out." <laughs> nah, nah. All right, all right, let's get right to it. All right, so me and Brandon were at a coffee shop, and um, he was sharing something about his personal life, and he mentioned, you know, like last episode, like um, my girl told me, "Can I share?" What? Like your girl said that she noticed that i was still talking about yeah. a specific someone well like everybody kind of notices everybody right? apparently but like, everybody but like notices me. but nobody tells me except you <laughs> but no i mean like i think people notice it's just like it's kind of feels a little bit impolite to ask because you're like i don't know if it's recent. well in my like, culture people don't know people don't know like if they don't know if it's recent they don't know like when like they don't know the history for me, me i know yeah. the history so like i know like you what, know some what of the history yeah exactly but like, uh, okay. So one thing to clear out is, for me in my culture, I grew up in, uh, in a Mex strong Mexican culture. So people ask you your your personal shit. So if people ever like come up to me, I, I like I'll answer. I don't have it. <laughs> like I'm not lying. Like yeah. people straight up ask you, like, hey, how many kids are you having? Are you married? And you're supposed to answer yeah. in our pueblo, yeah. in our small little yeah. town. They ask you anything yeah. personal. So I'd be like, hey, don't worry about it. I know. Don't that's why you're so. That's why whenever it. I ask you something and you're like, don't worry about it. I'm like, yo, that's kind of fucking because rude. Because why are we, why are we worried about fucking it? fucking like, rude. Why are we, I like, for me, that's I'm like, I'm not there rude. yet, bro. I'm, I'm trying to sort these things out. Like, ask me about that later. When I'm there, I'll answer you. You know, like, don't worry I'm about it. We're always stressing now. about that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Like, <laughs> and that's why I'm like, this dude is fucking rude. You know, I, I always open up. I always say everything. I don't do it out of a rude place. I don't think. Okay. If it come off of that, I apologize. <laughs> no worries. Okay, so uh, he mentioned Brandon said, like, hey. You need to talk about Darla. You need to talk about the past. You yes, still sir. haven't healed from it. Yes, sir. And honestly, bro, I've been trying my best. I've been to therapy. I've meditated. I've gone to church. I spoke to my mother. Yeah, I spoke to my uncle. I spoke to my best friend. I spoken to people about it. Like, I don't even know what to do, man. Like, I've traveled. I've done a lot. And I still haven't fully healed. And I do want to heal, bro, because, like, I want to move on, like, from the sure. past. I'm tired of living in the past. Like, sure. it's not allowing me to really enjoy the present. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I can't enjoy the present, I have more regrets. So it's, like, an exponential growth of regret, right? Like, I have this thing dragging on me, and then I have the future where I still feel like I can't trust people. And that's something you notice. You're like, bro, like, you still can't trust people. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you still don't trust people. I'm like... You're right. You know why. It's like the more you walk, <clears> the more you have to carry, and it just adds and adds and adds and adds, and you get more and more tired, you know? Is and, that how it feels? And I, that's why I isolated. I, I Sometimes my periods of isolation where I'm like, I just don't want to be around people I because know. they I, all I remind me of her. Wait, but what? Me? Even you. What? Aspects how? of you. How? I don't look like her in the slight. You don't, dark but as like, fuck. 
No, it's not what you look like. It's okay. how I you. Thought, look. I thought some crazy was going you, on in your mind, and you were like, "Fuck, I'm a, look." That's I don't know. Weird. I gotta watch out for that. <laughs> You're now, stupid. <laughs> it's <laughs> how you make me like. It's how you perceive things because you ask for a lot. I'm like, that I ask for a lot. You do. How? Yeah. <laughs> I ask for bare minimum friendship. <laughs> I'm so low maintenance. Like, I don't even talk to. You're anyone. like, hey, uh, I'm hungry. Can we go out to eat? No, I'm like, no. I'm we'll like, be hanging out, and I'll say, "I'm hungry. Let's go eat." Like, that reminds me of fucking Okay, that's crazy. You're like, I'm be like, hey, take me out to eat right now like what do you want i don't know what i want but and, take me out to eat and right you now. know like, no, and you fuck? know i'm such a great person that you know i would always say yes i'll oh, never say my I'm friends a, are going out to eat like what is the uh, like, that's so low but anyways the let's, bar is in, on the floor bro okay, <laughs> let's okay. talk about let's talk about uh darla um okay. and in a subjective way in sure. a sort of an um, emotional Listen, way. you push, you push, and I'll try to play devil's advocate and give you a little bit. Okay, of that's back. fair. I, I'd say so that's just, fair. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Like, just unleash. Whatever you got to get out, just get it all out. And can I'm gonna I give, say it? And I'm going to give you I pushback. Say, and look, you're I my brother. Her? You're my brother. You're my brother, but I have to give you pushback because for the sake of objectivity, like, I can't just let you have your way, you know. Like I gotta be like, okay, consider this, consider that, and then that's the only way we're gonna. Okay, do, so. okay, and, okay, and this is being filmed so that I can help you. <laughs> hey, if you don't fucking sue, don't fuck. If you sue, trust me, we coming harder. Like don't no, sue. Wait, don't say that. Don't <laughs> sue. Don't don't oh. sue. Okay, we come well, with them gloves. First of all, fuck you, darling. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, I didn't say it's so. <laughs> like, talk about what she did to you. Don't talk about it. Don't it's nah, so. We don't I need to get together. that out. I need what? to get that out. What? Oh shit, that helped me better, bro. <laughs> all right, podcast is over. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> you fucking dumb. Hey, no. Nah, nah, nah. I still kind of love you. Nah. Oh, what? Yeah? Say it. Say it. Say it. Just say it. Listen, bro. I still kind of. Uh, I only love the idea of Darla. Okay. I don't think I don't think um, Is that something you uh, learn in therapy? Because that sounds like Some real white people shit That is That is what they told me In, okay. in therapy okay. um, And my therapist was white So she said that <laughs> It makes sense It makes sense She said you, The way you need to start um, Clearing your mind of her Forgetting her Is remembering Why you stopped loving her mm. And I'm like Yo There was a point Where I st- Like started losing my love for her um, Darla and I started dating Like in high school mm. Um there was a lot of girls in high school, so I had a lot of options. Sure. I already knew what I wanted for my career. I'm like, sure. apply to MIT, apply to Harvard, any Ivy League school, getting one, the one, fuck one quick out question, of Vegas. One quick question, though, because like, that already like alerts me to something. Why did you feel the need to say I had a lot of options? For girls? Yeah. Because Do I you... almost felt like I made the wrong decision. Because I, I think I, um, I still have regrets. Sure. For pursuing that relationship. I'll tell you why. Okay. So I had these, I, I want to mention the conditions first sure. of, of me. Sure. I had these things lined up for me that like I had your planned. requirements for a girl. No, for me. Like oh, I had oh, like I a future. Okay, okay, okay. Like I already sorry, knew I what I wanted. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, after, yeah. like it was my senior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had been applying to these um, schools. Sure. I, all I needed was good ACT scores. I had a good GPA. Sure. I had good letters of recommendation. And I met this girl, man. Beautiful. Beautiful woman. Mm. Um, she's like, I'm half Spanish. I think she fucking lied. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, wait, what? I'm not fucking Spanish. I'm, I'm Mexican. as fuck. <laughs> but I was like, hey, I like I like you. You cabin ass. You, hey, but you I, cabin I like ass, that bro. you're trying, though. Come on, bro. I like that you're trying. Nah. Like. <laughs> she lied day one. Like, <laughs> red flag. <laughs> No, nah, but okay, okay. She, like we were, we were in a circle. Like our school was not a traditional high school. Sure, um, it was like um, it's called Nevada State High School. Sure, right. So you would go to lectures. It was here at UNLV, and you would do like activities to kind of like socialize with people. And we'd sit around a circle. We like all share like our backgrounds or interesting things. Sure. And I was like, well, I'm Native American. Like I'm Aztec. And I'm partly, and I speak Spanish, but I'm no, I don't know if I'm Spaniard. And that's when she was like, "I'm, I'm half Spanish, Spanish or something." I was she like, was, "She was trying to shit up. She was trying to belittle you. She hey. was like, my people fucked over your people. What's up? What's <laughs> I, don't up? Ne- I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, sorry, okay, okay. Continue, continue. We but can't get you know, distracted. long story short, like I got attracted to her because um, I started talking to her more. Sure. Um, and she was like the only one that was really nice. And like at the same time, like, um, what drew you in about her? Yeah. Uh, that she was like White. outspoken. Mm-hmm. 
No, no. Like, she was kind. Okay. Like, that's the one reason I don't like Latinas a lot. <laughs> what? Hold on. I don't care. I don't give a that, fuck. Your mom is Latina. Your sisters are Latina. Like, Yeah, but they're nice. You can't, you can't <laughs> shit on them and generalize because then some <laughs> other asshole is going to be like, they're all like that. Gennaro said that. You're like, bro, that's my mom <laughs> you're talking about. All, of, all the ones that are born here are not that nice. I'm oh, sorry. Listen, in Vegas. You, we can't generalize like that. Like, I there's have good to. women out there. Like, you can't just say all women are shit because they're like this category. Like, Fine. Okay. Most women. The are ones good. that you have met are have shitty. not been good people. To the you. ones I have be- I've okay. met are are horrible people. Let, okay. let, I'm sorry, good Hispanic woman. I love you. I love your food. Um but um for me my experiences in during that instance that yeah. period in high school is just like girls who are like Hispanic are not nice to me. Sure. Maybe they just don't like nerdy guys sure, like me, sure. right? Like they like a, a tough guy with tattoos and piercings who gets in trouble, sure. isn't gang or whatever, you know? Sure, sure. And her, she was different. She was different in that regards. I like she saw who I was as a person, I think, mm-hmm. right away. And she appreciated the fact that I was intelligent, you know. Uh, that's what attracted me about her. And she would talk to me about like things that were different, not just about parties or whatever. Sure, sure. She talk about like, oh, you know, like I'm vegetarian. I'm like doing this. I'm like vegetarian. I don't. Know. I was like, all right, that's kind of weird. I'm Mexican, but so you uh, can't come to the carnasada now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then we became, you know, we got in a relationship. The moment we got in a relationship, it was weird because she's like, you've been ignoring my calls. And I was working oh, three jobs, bro. And I was like, this girl I just oh, met. Shit. But I was like, I like that. Wait, I how long, how long before, like after y'all met, did you get into a relationship? Um, We were talking for like three months. And then I was, I was, I wanted to hang out with her in mm. person. But she was like, you have to meet my parents first. So I had to meet her oh, parents shit. to be officially like. um her boyfriend or whatever. Not even. Just to be a friend. Uh, to oh, to shit. hang around. And I found that a good thing. Because I'm like, yeah. that's traditional. Like, yeah. that's what I always wanted. I'm sure. like, so, but the thing about it is she was demanding as fuck. In the beginning, she was like, okay, if you want to be my boyfriend. Because, like, I had we had met, I had met her parents already, sure. like, everything. And she's like, you, I've texted you. Sometimes you don't text back or you don't call back. And, I'm, and I answer, like, I have three jobs. And she didn't believe me. She didn't yeah. believe me. She thought oh, I was yeah. playing. Yeah. She's like, there's no way a kid in high school has three jobs. Has three yeah, jobs. And I'm like, I had three jobs. And she thought I was playing. I pay stuff. But she's like, if you, like, there's other guys that are interested in me. And if you don't, so, and I ignored that. I was a dumbass. She's like, and if you, if you don't want to be in a really real relationship because I really like you, then we can't continue. But you have to, you have to tell me now, yes or no. In my mind, I was like, like say, no, say no, say no, say no, say no, say no. Okay. And I said yes. Okay. So right in that moment, I knew I was making the wrong decision because I was no longer in control in that relationship, right? I was entering a relationship that was based on her control and sure. her and her cultural values sure. rather than both of ours. And um, But I thought it was a safety net. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm probably gonna. I like her. I feel attracted to her. She's she she sounds traditional. Yeah. She seems traditional, yeah. and it's gonna work out. Um, long story short, um, it didn't work out. The <laughs> no. no, the sorry, relationship sorry. like the first the two years. No, <laughs> the first okay. two years like, like I love this girl. Mm-hmm. Like I fell in love with her. Like every aspect about her. Mm-hmm. Um, there was things that were annoying because. For me, I like I was so used to being independent and having someone to rely on you every single day, texting you. It was se- seemed weird because she she was also like stuck at home and she didn't have many friends either. So I, she always said like I was her best friend, mm. and I also thought that that was like something that was unhealthy about our relationship. That I was the only person she talked to, mm. and also I didn't have a lot of guy friends growing up. Cause I didn't trust guys, or I didn't hang out with like other dudes because I was so busy just doing school and you work. You didn't have guy friends? Not a lot. Like That's I would hang out. I would hang out with like people with that hang girls? out soccer. No, I would hang out with like people that played soccer. So you'd also had like no friends, really? Exactly, because I had no time. Okay. I was invested in school and work. I okay. had to provide for myself since I was in high school. Then so I think like that. I think that's like something that's like, I don't know. I think I could see it from there. It's like. You <laughs> no like I mean the thing I just see is like I see it a lot with people who like they get into relationships really young yeah like, especially high school yeah it's like you don't even really know who you are like you're not even That's really true. done growing all the way up yet so like 
getting into a relationship with someone it's like you're both still growing up you don't know Probably if like you're kids. gonna want to be together or you're yeah. like you're not you don't know what your life plan is because you're still like right before <clears> making that and like you said like i don't think it's unhealthy that like you're the only person she talks to i think it becomes unhealthy the fact that like i feel like you felt like it was a t- it was a chore like you felt like it, it tired you out to have to respond or it tired you out to like have to talk to her i think that shows like there's some kind of level of like inc- unc- how do you say it? incompatibility incompatibility yeah there's some level of, like incompatibility where you feel like okay i want to be in a relationship maybe Correct. or like i want her like as a person maybe physically i don't know but you're yeah. like emotionally i don't even want to talk to you like it stresses me out to talk to you like i think there no it like, didn't stress me out but i, I not like stress you out but just like you're like okay you're so demanding that i have to talk to you like ah uh, this feels like something i have to do like it's tiring you know like when when it kind of should be the opposite it's like yeah. fuck i want to finish all my shit so i can go talk to my girl you know like exactly like that, that's, that's all how, i that's wanted you should be yeah that's all yeah. i wanted because at the end of the day all i wanted to do was mm. have ensure that my future was good in order to like marry her one day and i right. always told her like since like when i first met her like the first year i was like i want to marry you like i, I want i want you to be like the mother of my kids like i already had it in mind because for sure, me sure, sure, that's sure, sure. what tradition is like in my town once you meet the right girl or you think settle you met down, the right yeah. girl you settle down like you don't look at another other sure, woman sure, sure. and like she was she was she was a little bit frightened by the idea too because she didn't i think she was also growing up you know she was two years younger than i was so she was kind of like dealing with, she was like, I would say, already? trauma, I would say, um, you know, her family, like her, she had her biological dad for like early in her life and passed away. Right. Mm, so I feel like there's that, you know, there's that disconnection and like her grandparents, she grew apart from her grandparents. So she didn't have like a traditional strong household like I did. Sure. So that aspect of being her close at home with her mom and her siblings was very important to her. Sure. And I kind of sort of like ignore that. Right. Because once it was like our turn, like to settle down or whatever, I always told her I want to leave here. Like I the only reason I'm staying here in Las Vegas is because I want to stay close to you. Mm. Um, after we were two years in our relationship or first year in a relationship, I was going to head to Reno. And I or Lehigh University in Pennsylvania because mm-hmm. I got accepted there, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't want to come to UNLV. I I just hated it. I hated the idea that I was never gonna allow uh, leave because it was my dream to leave here, sure, to see other places, sure. to seek adventure, sure, and to live apart from my parents because I felt like I was being like you know babied mm-hmm. <laughs> or not growing up. Um, and then she started crying, bro. She's like, um, she's like, I'm I'm sad like that you have to leave and. I don't know about that. I feel like yeah, it's a scary thing to like go to school and two different things. Sure. So I had to think about it again. I let her <laughs> take over. Right. Mm. Um, I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? I'll just stay at UNLV. Sure. And I was so miserable by that decision. I knew I was lying to myself right then and there, but I loved her. So even though I made that sacrifice for her, I took it on her sometimes. You felt resentment. I felt resentment. Okay. And remember what we talked about resentment? It's hard to heal. It's hard, hard to, to heal. Past, yep. So <laughs> we have 20 minutes left to finish this damn story. Okay. So you felt resentment and we did talk about resentment that it's hard to get. Past. I didn't even know it was resentment. I know. I didn't understand until now. Yeah. I was like, shit, dude. And every time she asked me, are you still mad at me because of that? You shouldn't you say no. I would say you have no. to say no. I if fucking you had you to, have to say, say no. no. There's no way. No. If you say yes, she'd be like. But I wanted to say is. Look, bitch. <laughs> say nah, say okay. it now. Say it now. Just to get it all out. <laughs> exactly what you want to say. Say it right now. I'm like, bitch, I fucking threw away my opportunities for you. If you don't even marry or do half the things like that I have done for you, like I don't want to be with you anymore. Okay. That's what I wanted to say. That's fair. That's, That's fair. what I want. But I never said it to That's her. That's fair. But I wouldn't say bitch, of course. I would be like, baby. <laughs> but okay. um, so that was resentment one. Sure. Uh, resentment two. Um, I hated the fact that I no longer had the ability to focus on my education because my my schooling, like I started engineering or I was majoring in mathematics in f- first year in college. Sure. And then she was majoring in psychology mm-hmm. or she was still in high school, but I was helping her with her math, bro. She was failing math. I have to say it because I made sacrifices. Um, like I would stay up a little bit more late, dropping her. I would pick her up, sure. drop her off from school. Bro, it's like I was a, I was her husband half the time sure um 
but you know like her family and i got really close like i loved her family i still love her family like mm. well maybe her not her mom as much because she was rude to me towards yeah. the end. i don't care she could say it but her dad was cool sure. um her siblings love me i love their her siblings like they were my yeah, siblings okay. you know but exit that focus on this focus on this okay focus on this. so um pandemic happens we grow a little bit apart um like for me like not having her physically around me because of her like whatever autoimmune disorder fucking getting sick and dying of sure, covid sure, sure. like i i was like bro this is fucking lonely like i was i was i was living in the dorm by myself like mm. secluded from everything no job i started to like no longer feel like i had her in my life mm. you know what i mean um and all the resentment from school like it just made me like almost fall out of love a little bit little by little i think to take a quick pause I think it probably started way before that, to be honest with you. I think the fact that you're separated for a little while and you already feel like you're not in my life anymore, I'm starting not to love you anymore. I think it points to the fact that like maybe you were doing these things because you felt like you had to. Because in a way, too, you're like, okay, I sacrificed my opportunities. Now I have to make this work. But maybe your heart was never in it. Maybe your heart was just like, well, I don't even want this, but I sacrificed what I sacrificed to get here. So maybe I do want it, you know? And I think just out of habit, you stayed there and you were like, okay, well, let me just make it work. But then and why like, do I feel the way I do? Because I think she, you were just like, let me make it work, right? And because she's there physically every single day, you're like, oh, yeah, like I do love her. I mean, she's here every day. I care for her. I pick her from school. We get food or like we do stuff together. Yeah, like you're like, yeah, maybe I do love her. But then you take that time apart, right? Yeah. She's not there physically. And then you're like, okay, like, I don't feel anything. We're, we're growing apart. Like, I don't feel like you're in my life anymore. I think it points to the fact that, like, it was just out of habit. Like, you never, maybe, you, maybe I don't know if you did love her. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to doubt, say yes or no. But I think it started way before that. And then the pandemic just brought that to light because you couldn't hide from it anymore. You couldn't hide from, like, being away and feeling how you felt because you're like, okay, there's no distractions. I don't have a job. I'm not seeing other people. Like, I have to think about how I feel. And that showed <laughs> That's it to true. you. And I did feel like that. Like, this is fucked up, but I always never felt like she was in addition to my life. I feel like she was a subtraction. Okay. Because I never felt supported by her. Okay. She she just had so much emotional stuff that I absorbed it. Sure. So much negativity, resentment towards God because of what happened with her father that I started losing my faith for God. Sure. And I try to give her what I had. And she would make me feel miserable. Like, the fact that I would eat meat, she would get mad, right? Like, that was one thing. And sure. she would try to make me feel bad. Like, oh, why are you eating meat? Like, it's bad for your health. Is this and this and that. Um, Like, um, there was good memories. But at the same time, like, those things is like, I'm like, why is she like this? Like, I don't fucking get it. Like, I'm doing everything. Like, I'm literally doing everything. Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Um, and uh, there was other things, too. Like, she would get mad. Like, I don't, I wouldn't spend enough time with her. And, like, I would guilt trip myself. Like, like maybe you're not, you know? And, dude, soon after, grades started falling. Like, everything around me just didn't, like, stop mattering to me. Like, sure. my future stopped mattering to me. It was only the present with her. Sure, sure. And I was like, well, you know, when we started moving in together, I started working at this job like Envy Energy. Sure. Do I started gaining weight so, so bad. Mm. I don't blame her, but like it was the stress. Mm. All everyone around me started to notice these changes and they're like, bro, your girl's controlling you. I'm like, what do you mean? My uncle like, yeah, you're, you're, who else told you? My mom. Who else? As a joke. Who else? Um, who else? You. Well, I didn't know you that well. And I still fucking saw it. And I you still fucking was like, bro, something is missing here. Like, there's something a little bit off, you know? Like, <laughs> I didn't know to what extent. I never knew the whole story. Yeah. I still don't know the whole story because that's your business to tell. Like, I'm not going to force you to speak what you don't want to speak. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you, it was always something there, you know? And I think because you never kind of let it process, you just kept it in and because it's hard when you have so many responsibilities and you have to work and you have to go to school and you're like fuck i have to graduate because if i don't graduate i can't have a job how am i going to feed myself how am i going to take care of my family how am i going to fix my immigration status hopefully uh inshallah like 
you don't you don't have time to sit there and like, fucking like cry or like feel sorry for yourself. You're like, fuck, no. bro, I got ten missing assignments. I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I gotta, gotta go. go. I bury oh. my book, my face in this book. Type these lab bro, reports. St- pull up all nighters. Like, bro, it was you miserable. don't have time. You don't have time, miserable. right? So I think that's the reason like you held it for so long. And I told her I wasn't ready to move in together. I told her like, mm. like baby, please just wait. Like once I graduate, like all I want to do is just find a good job and buy you a nice apartment yeah never wanted to listen bro and that made me always like even gain more resentment because i'm like here i am changing my entire fucking life sure. because i know i have so much more potential and sorry to say this more than you more than you like i fucking brought you up where you needed to be you didn't fucking care about school you had no morality about those things you didn't care you didn't believe in yourself i fucking believed in you i fucking brought you up where you needed to be and next thing you know fucking backstab for one little mistake mm. that bro that's what fucked me up bro and and i've been seeing that pattern over and over and over again with people i always bring up I and think- for me it makes me fucking bitter inside bro and i try to laugh it out so let's say this right i think in life it would be a really big coincidence that the same bad thing keeps happening to the same person i'm not saying you're doing something bad i'm not saying it's your fault i'm not blaming you my fault i'm not blaming you right no no but maybe the way you approach things or maybe the way you look at things maybe the way you do certain things leaves you prone for people to do that to you and I'm not saying like don't trust people, don't go around people like be like be no. I'm just saying like there's a way to navigate relationships, there's a way to navigate people that might make you less prone to go through that and might help people see that, you know? Cuz what I notice like is like when someone does you wrong, you kind of shut up about it. Like you don't really say anything, you kind of might make That's what I see like the pattern with Darla is like she would do things and you're like, "Let me just not speak." Like let me just like okay you did it like yeah it fucked me up but whatever i'm just gonna work and like <laughs> things will get better alone like it'll just i was away. taught like that because a man does not complain we, we're not supposed to complain I, and i feel you and it's like a lot of times we just shut up you know you just shut up like your girl does something wrong to you okay <laughs> she did it because because it, it's like if you say something then it's a, then it's a different <laughs> argument then it's a different problem and now yeah, it's like yeah okay all i did was speak up and like if you speak up to her she's gonna come at you and she's gonna be like well why are you yelling at me why are you being aggressive like you're you know so toxic. why and you know like, why because like, you sent me like so like no, she yeah. would probably have that freedom to like speak out when things didn't like suit her or, like she didn't agree yeah. but she always made you feel like you could never speak your side because then you're like guilt tripping her or like you're like being aggressive or being like, she oh, actually that exactly what happened so That's exactly what i think it's just like you for a long time, like like you said, you fell in love with the idea of like her, even though she there was like a disconnect because like she didn't appreciate the things you did. And, well, I think she and, ever saw them. I don't think she ever. I don't saw know. Him. Maybe she didn't see them. Maybe she didn't appreciate them. And then on your side, it's like you would do things to try to please her, but maybe they weren't the things that she needed. Maybe they weren't the things that she was asking for. Maybe she was just like, just do this for me. And you're like, no, I did all these things. And she's like, okay, thank you. But she only ca- took this, right? And then you're like, what the fuck is the point of me? Like, I, I literally just busted my ass 12 hours of work to buy you all this shit. You just asked for this? And then she's like, that's all I needed. So I think like that, that's where like the miscommunication is. It's like I'm a horrible communicator. It's like you, there's, there's like this misunderstanding where it's like you have good intentions. You did things with good yeah, intentions. But like you weren't paying attention yeah. to the things that she cared about the most. Like there's a yeah. hierarchy, you know? So you yeah, start at the top and you work the way down. Yeah. But maybe you were just like, let me just do it all as much as possible, <laughs> whatever, whatever. And it's like, now you feel resentment because you're doing a lot. Yeah. And now she's like, why should I be grateful? I didn't ask you to do all those things. And you're just you're just causing more problems for yourself. Where you, the fuck when, were when you when, when you, I needed when you, you could, Brandon? Listen, I fucking needed you listen, three years ago. No, listen. Fuck. I've been around. It's just, you got to come talk to me and be like, hey, Come on, like I, need, I don't know. I, I can trust you, bro. You, bro, look, listen. you look like a thug. Okay. <laughs> Everybody says that. That's not the problem. Why? Why that's you give me? That's a problem. Like, don't, don't look like a thug. thug. Like, you didn't grow your hair out like uh, I listen. did. Look, now I look like a fucking marine. You look like a corporate <laughs> salesman. <laughs> like I sell you're couches. Like you work at State Farm. Shut the fuck up. Like you sell health insurance. <laughs> you like you sell blenders at Costco. Hey, that would be a nice <laughs> shot. So like, nah, I mean, like, oh no, it's just nah, like, you give me thug vibes, bro. And I, I couldn't trust you two years ago. Fine, look. But bro, but now I know you as a person. You're a fucking great person. But 
Um, look, going back to that, I think you're right. Um, and I and I didn't talk to this with anybody because I had no real guy friends that I feel like I could trust anybody sure. to, right? Or my family for that matter, because I felt it's like they awkward. were. It's uncomfortable. Because I felt like they were like almost like. I didn't say hate Darla, sure. but disapprove of the fact that she was in my life so soon. Sure. Because my family wanted me to focus just in school. Sure. But sure, I sure. didn't want that shit for me. I wanted a girlfriend. And I had a girlfriend. I wanted a partner. Someone to share the good and the bad. Sure. And, you know, Darla and I always talked about, like, she, like, joke around. Like, hey, you know, like, I, I, I'm going through hell with you. Because I had a shitty car back then. Through two shitty cars. And she's like, you better take care of me when we go, boy. <laughs> and I was like, of course, baby. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. The and fuck? I, was told, I, was, I was told her, like, I'm Come Mexican, baby. What do you think? <laughs> and hey, till this day, bro, who was the one that fed Cosmo a fucking chicken, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Cosmo? <laughs> Your ex-dog? My ex-dog. Your ex-kid? I mean, that's just like, it's like that, bro. It's like. I understand, like, no relationship is easy. There's ups and downs, yeah. like, there's problems. There's nobody, there's no two people, right? I fought with my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. Like, well, you think I'm going to expect to find someone in my life and not fight with them ever? That's what there's I gonna told be her, problems, too. Right? But there's going to be problems, thing but here's too. the thing. Your girl's supposed to be your best friend. You're supposed to fucking, like, want to spend all the time with each other. Like, I get, you need space to do your own thing. She needs space to do her own things. Like, you're going to have some things that you do alone. I understand. But, like, that's supposed to be your best fucking friend. You're supposed to be excited when you get to go speak to them, to spend time with them, to do things with them, to have memories, to, like, travel. Do You're supposed to fucking be like, fuck, like, I just want to come see. I want to finish all my work. Not to fucking be, go home and, like, stress, like, oh, I got to talk to my, no, you're supposed to be like, fuck, I'm going to finish all my work. Do all this shit as fast as I can so I can go spend time with my girl. Like we can go out to eat, we can watch Bro, a movie, there, do whatever. There was, there was and I think many it's more like, memories like that with and her. And I think it's like you just, you just. I don't know if you ever had that or you lost it or somewhere down the line or like how it went. But I think like all the problems just come from that. It's like you started to see it as a chore. You started to see it as like I'm doing all this to sort of like fulfill that dream in your head to being like I want to be a man that takes care of his wife that is like good to yeah. her, or whatever. And because like. It wasn't that. It wasn't compatible. You were just like, I feel exhausted. I feel tired. Like, I feel like I'm doing too much for you and you're not valuing it or, like, you don't care. And maybe in a way she kind of wanted the same thing. She was like, I do want a man who does these things. I do want a man who takes care of me. But, it's like, she didn't know how to appreciate it. She didn't know how to value that. She didn't know how to give you the love and support that you needed just the same way you maybe didn't know how to give it to her. And that doesn't make you both bad people. It just means you didn't know how to give each other what each other needed so eventually the animosity builds and there's problems and there's arguments and like yeah. it slowly deteriorates mm -hmm. things you know because it's like you never knew how to go back to the basis of being like no matter what you're my best friend so I can't hurt you it's like you're my brother right so I love you it's like we can argue about anything we can follow about anything we have right we have yeah. argued we have <laughs> like fucking said shit to each other but at the end of the day it's like that's my brother like I'm gonna come back and like it's gonna be cool you know and, like and, that's and, and it's like me, you yeah. have a problem you're gonna come to me I have a problem you're gonna come to you and I think, like, when there's problems like that in relationships, it's, like, once you have a problem and, like, you don't ever want to feel comfortable coming to her or she doesn't want to feel comfortable coming to you, it's, like, where are you going to go? You know, who else are you supposed to go to? <laughs> Not kidding. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's just that. It's, like, when you when you have a problem, like, whether it be in your relationship or outside, like, you kind of should want to come to your, your girl first or your boyfriend first. It's, like, okay, I got this thing, whatever, whatever, like. You know, it's like your best friend. I guess friend. a like, third element that, that I bond. didn't mention is sure. her mom was too much in our relationship. Okay. Always telling her what to do. And I love her mom, but I just felt like she she didn't allow Darla to make independent decisions sure. between her and I. I think her mom's bad experiences with men, like, really fucked up, like, the way Darla saw me. Mm. And I was like, bro, like, how? Why do you think I'm a bad person? Like, a lot sometimes of things, yeah. sometimes I mean, because I, 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 I know. it's fair. Like I understand I from the woman's side is like you have more to lose, you have more to risk. Like if you I end up with say, the wrong yeah. dude, like I mean, you like can. let's say you have a kid and like this dude's an asshole. Like now you gotta raise the kid alone, or like you leave your family for him and it's like okay, fuck. Now I'm far away from my family. Where the fuck am I? Like he's not gonna take care of me, or he fucking beats you. Like you could fucking die. You could literally die. By choosing the wrong man. The wrong man, yeah. So, I understand that point. Like, it's valid. Like, they have more to worry it, yeah. about. So, But it's also, it's like, sometimes they project too much. Sometimes they take too much of a broad thing, and they'll project it on you. It's like, well, you're a man, he's a man, so you're like him. But it's like, you don't see me. Like, you don't see the pattern of behaviors. You don't see how I treat you. You don't see these things. Like, 
I'm not that. I'm also you know? leaving a lot of things. And that's uh, fair, and that's but, fair. Um, but I think what you gave us gave us enough to like paint the picture, you know. And also like the thing about her mom is like sh- her mom is never gonna know the full story because she's only gonna hear it from her. So she's already only gonna get like Darla only knows fifty percent because you have the other fifty percent. And then of that fifty percent, she might tell her mom half of that, so like twenty five percent. So her mom is gonna make all her decisions to tell her what to do based on twenty five percent of the actual truth, yeah. which is never gonna end well because like she doesn't know all the intricate details. Correct. She doesn't know all the like the, the 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 things that are gonna make a true difference, you know. But to segue away from that, do you think that that relationship changed the way that you still live? Did it change the way you view women? Did it change the way you treat women? <laughs> Hundred percent, man. It made me um, lose hope for a woman. Like it made me resent a lot of women. Actually, all women right now, except for my mother and my grandmother. Uh, I'm not lying. No, 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 I know, I know. I, 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 I just I seen it. That's why I said it. So I, I just think, at least city wise, city women are like, are like her. They, once something, one little thing goes bad, that they they disregard whatever time and life a man put in. So now men have to carry all the shit. Yeah. They like, they sacrifice some of it too, but now like we have to play, pay the broken plates. And now we, everything that we plan for all the decisions we made just to be with you. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, now I'm broke. I'm, 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 I assure you I am the most broken one out in this fucking relationship than she is. Because um, soon after, she found someone else, right? And me, like, I'm fucking working through hell just to even graduate. Sure. And that's fair, and I will never come and tell you. I don't know what happened behind closed doors. I don't know the details. I don't know if you're right or wrong, right? But what I will tell you is that nobody deserves to have that much power over you. Nobody, re- <laughs> Fuck. nobody deserves to have that much power over you to where they can control how they control the way that you view the world control the way that you live control the way that you basically just exist as a human right i think because she did that to you and like you said now you have a negative viewpoint or now you lost hope for all women that tells you exactly why you can't be with anyone else because i think you're setting super high unrealistic expectations for women because someone didn't meet your expectations before so now you're like, fuck that. I know what expectations I have for myself. I'm going to have the same expectations for this person. And that's the reason, like, you look at women and you're like, well, she has this. I don't like her. Or, like, she has that. I don't like her. Or her she does this. Fat. I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's funny, right? We can joke about it. But it's like, once there's truth in that, and once you actually live your life by that, like, you're never going to be able to find anyone because nobody in this world is perfect, right? You can look at yourself. Except me. You can look I'm at just, nah, <laughs> You can look at yourself and I find guess. so many flaws. Same yeah. as me. Yeah, Until yeah. you can look at someone and love them despite their flaws, while seeing them, seeing the flaws, and still loving them, you're never gonna find anyone that's gonna stick around or anyone worthwhile or anyone that you should put your time into because at least have straight teeth. Because it's like, <laughs> I'm, just, bro, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm an immature man. I'm sorry. Bro. Yeah, I mean that's for sure, but. I'm trying to help you. It's like, no, you're right. When you set these unrealistic, I see yeah. where it comes from. Right. And I see it all the time. Like, I'm like, what do you, why are you like, what are you saying? Like I say jokingly, but sometimes I feel like you take it too far and you're like, no, you actually mean that. Top I'm G like, for life. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, even still like the top G like knows, like you don't set unrealistic expectations for anyone except yourself. Like if you want to love someone that comes with forgiveness, if you want to love someone, you should have right expectations, but it's like, you have to do the same thing that she didn't do for you. You have to do the same thing for you, for them. Looking at the sacrifice, looking at the work put in, looking at all this, it's like no two people are going to be equal. You know, if me and you go outside and lift weights right now and we both go 100%, I think I'm going to lift more than you. But that doesn't mean that you're not giving 100%, right? So when you look at your what the girl that you want to be with or someone that you're interested in, is like, are they giving 100%? Yes. So what more can you ask? Mm-hmm. Baby, you're giving 100%. I'm going to give my 100%. Together it's going to work out somehow, some way. Even if I'm lifting more in this area and you're lifting more in that area, there's not no two people are going to be equal, right? You're not the same. You're supposed to complement each other, not be equal, right? You're never going to be equal. So I think that's my problem. I think everything should be equal because I sometimes feel like I put more effort in every relationship, in every situation. Like when I was at AAA, I sure. always felt like I was sacrificing more. Sure. 
And sometimes I think I did, but sure. I should have just been grateful for the people. I think you're grateful. And then you see them, bro, like speak, like get to know them, like understand like, Hey, what do you have going on? And they're like, okay. Like for me, it's like, I can never look at someone giving me their hundred percent and be like, give me more. I need more. Like, I'm not, I don't know. Like that seems kind of asshole. She makes, it seems kind of weird. It's like, if I look at my little sister, I'm not going to tell her to be the same as my brother. I'm not going to tell her to be the same as me. <laughs> and you know? I do that, bro. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, you yeah. see the world differently. You see yeah. the world this way. Let me be patient. Let me yeah, let yeah. you grow while you're with me. Because at the end of the day, do I love you? Yes. So then, of course, I'm going to let you grow with me. Same as you're going to let me grow with you because I'm going to fuck up too. But that doesn't mean I'm not giving 100%, you know? Yeah. So I think it's like what she did to you, you're now doing to other people. And that's why you want to get back to the same point but ultimately i see like you'll go out with someone and you're like nah like there's this one little thing that bothers me about her i'm never gonna see her again I'm sorry uh yes <laughs> but like there's things that that, that you do and you're like and nah, i gotta block her bro and like what, what are you like why are you jumping so far ahead when I'm like sorry, you only bro. seen her for I'm two fucked, days I'm fucked up bro. i understand i'm, fuck, I'm I understand. a fucked up man bro i, I was kicked like a dog bro I you can't expect me I to understand i understand i understand I'm i understand <laughs> look as a man, also, bro, as a man, I understand. Like, I get you completely right. I'm not gonna tell you it's not valid to feel the way you feel, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, bro. One year. At the end of the day, it's like one year, bro. As a man, I gotta come tell you and check you and be like, okay, my boy, you you sat there long enough. Now it's time to pick up the pieces. We gotta get going. Like, we gotta <laughs> fix this so we can move on. Cause right, you're right. I want to see you do better, bro. Like, you don't deserve to be sinking that low or like not being able to do anything like for yourself or with somebody else like you deserve the same as what she has like you deserve the same like being able to grow like i'm not saying you have to find someone to be happy but if you do want to or if you do find someone like you deserve to be in a place where it's going to harbor the ability to grow something you know you don't deserve to sit in resentment and have like the relationship not just with women but with other people around you get fucked up because of what she did to you like you don't deserve that right Mm -hmm. so one, you don't deserve that. And two is like, if you really want to get back at her, the best way is to heal yourself and, and be move happy. on and be happy. So, Amen to that. Amen. Inshallah. <laughs> you said inshallah. <laughs> yeah. Inshallah, mm-hmm. bro. Like, listen, God is going to make it so easy for you. If you just trust God, do your best, play your part, let God play his part. Boom. Hey, I love you, dog. I love you. Too. I love you, dog. All right, we gotta go. Because, we gotta uh, go because it's, it's time to get. All right, y'all, man. If y'all fuck with this episode, go ahead and subscribe, share it, share with someone you share, share with it. someone you think is gonna appreciate email it. Email to Darla. Uh, share, share with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't share with Darla. No, share with your not. family. Share with yeah, your, friends. your friends. Uh Thank you guys for fucking with us, and we'll see y'all in a few days for the next episode. All right, thank you guys. Peace. Bye bye.